0: Through my own experience, what I feel is that when uh, when anybody starts entrepreneurial journey or they start with an initiative in that direction, um, more often we are driven by many things. Uh, It could be our willpower or it could be our strong attachment with an idea, as I said, or it could be our motivation, which we get by listening to somebody else's success story. So in my opinion, that motivation and willpower, those are very short lived.
1: Hello,
2: hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Dr. Raman K. Autry of ExpertX. Dr. Raman, it's great to have you on the show.
0: Thank you so much, Gresh. It is my pleasure to be on your show. Appreciate it, man.
2: I definitely appreciate you for taking some time out and doing all the awesome things that you're doing. And before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Dr. Raman so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Dr. Raman is a performance scientist and the world's leading authority on the science of speed and professional learning and performance. Undeterred by his permanent disability since childhood, he transformed his inability to walk into his niche expertise to teach others how to walk faster in their professional world. Equipped with over two decades of vast research and corporate experiences, he guides leaders and professionals on proven strategies to speed up performance. He is a prolific author of 20 multi-genre books and has earned two doctorates in learning and awarded with over 100 international educational credentials. Among his most recent projects, he founded the ExpertX Portal to inspire people to learn the art and science of speed in all walks of their life. Dr. Raman, super appreciative of you taking some time out again. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community?
0: Yes, certainly. It will be my pleasure.
2: Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I touched on, your CEO story.
0: I think I'm going to take you back to my childhood. When I was a kid, I was pretty inquisitive kind of child. I wanted to learn, explore, research, and discover many things around me. So I think when I was in ninth grade in the school, I decided that I wanted to be a scientist. <laughs> so my starting point was to go for an engineering degree at that time. And I graduated at the age of 21. Uh, After graduation, I took uh, a quite unconventional path. I joined as a trainer in a very small institute. Uh, I guess I wanted to stay focused on my primary goal. So I became a technology scientist in a premium research uh, organization in India, uh, I think about less than a year later. And I served as a scientist for about 10 years. But uh, midway in that tenure, I was offered this part uh, of being a training organization for that uh, uh, big organization, and uh, they had set up this uh, training center with the help of Swiss government, and uh, I grabbed that opportunity. And the moment I grabbed that opportunity, I started loving this uh, whole field of learning, and uh, that's where I decided that you know learning and development in the space where I actually gonna uh, go into a little bit deeper. So that's where my career basically started and. Uh, When I quit that organization, that opened up my doors for international world. I went on to many places, and finally, I was given an opportunity to lead uh, a hall of the fame training organization for a Fortune 500 corporation. And then I thought that, you know, I'm going to need to build my thought leadership, and that's how I went on research with uh, two doctorates. And uh, that's where I started kind of finding this entire thing about uh, learning. And I found that people are not actually being taught how to learn better and faster. And that became my kind of mainstream profession. And that's the kind of thing which I do now at ExpertX. So that's a kind of a nutshell my, nutshell my story, guys.
2: Nice. I, I truly appreciate that. And it kind of sounds like um, it, through your journey and through your story, um, the the learning, how to be efficient learning, it kind of seems to have been a magnet kinda, that's drawn you to it to go deeper and deeper so that uh, it sounds like you've been able to help yourself, but it sounds like because of the expertise the knowledge, the excellence that you've been able to kind of accrue, you're also able to help out so many other people. That's correct. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I know you touched a little bit upon Expert X, and I did it as well, too, when I read your bio. Could you take us through a little bit more on how you work with your clients, how it works, and how you're, you're making that impact?
0: Right. So fundamentally, it's, it's a solo-driven uh, you know initiative, and uh, it's, it's all surrounded around wisdom-based uh, um, business. So the whole idea is to really find out what worked in other organizations and do a deeper research and then kind of distill the practical uh, uh, inferences out of that one. Because uh, in the business setting, not everyone really knows how to use research. So my job is basically translate that uh, research, which is hard to understand, convert them into practical strategies for organization, which they can use in their own setting. So that's the uh, in, in, at a high level, that's what I do. Uh, but I do focus on three areas there. And uh, number one area I work in is the workforce proficiency, where I focus on strategies, systems, processes, to allow organizations to shorten time to proficiency because speed is very important in today's world. And we have seen in the pandemic that uh, most organizations were uh, having a lot of struggle catching up with all the changes that was happening because of pandemic. And even uh, apart from pandemic, there is a technological revolution. So this part of my initiative caters to that speed. Second area, which I typically focus on is uh, uh, individuals because most of the time the managers and a leader, they have a journey to do in their organization or in their profession or in their business, Um, but they take longer time. These days the time is value. So they wanna shorten their journey. So I help them with certain strategies, certain methods that how they can go to exact same place, but in a shorter amount of time. So that's basically the second area where we work on. And the third area I typically work with is uh, training and learning design um, folks. Uh, Helping them put together this entire workplace learning system so that their employees are more efficient, particularly on this, uh, what I call complex problem solving skills, because that's very hard to teach. And not many organizations or businesses really know how to prepare their uh, employees to handle complex problems, because the world is becoming complex, as you know.
2: Yeah. And, and I absolutely love that. Like you said, the world is becoming complex, but it's also becoming, it seems like really, really fast, like you said, because of technology, because of disruption, there's so many things that are happening that it kind of requires that ability to um, to be able to, not just as a leader, but also your team, be able to, to think kind of creatively, maybe innovatively and learn how to do that. So that's why I love kind of like the foundation of what you talked about is a lot of times we don't, learn how to think and let alone learn how to think more efficiently and effectively and and quickly so i love that you know each of those tiers that you kind of talked about and the people that you serve but as that foundational element of kind of learning how to learn which is something that you kind of just pick up but we sometimes forget that there can be those principles that you've been able to extract and translate that we can learn but also people within our organization can kind of learn from as well
0: that's correct i think the biggest challenge is that uh, nobody teaches those things these days and people are already in the race, they don't have time. So I think that's where I kind of try to fill in the gap.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's much to be said about, you know, I I always believe, and I think there's even some quotes out there that say, you know, true excellence and and true, you know, learning about your craft and and becoming a master at your craft is not being able to kind of understand it yourself, but being able to, as you said, distill it down. So not just for you to understand those complex things, but to be able to distill it down so that other people can learn it as well, too. So I appreciate you so much for leading the charge and doing all of that work so that we can kind of understand how we can kind of level up and be better in our, our organizations and in our lives as a whole. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself individually or the business or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah,
0: I guess the biggest need right now is speed. And uh, interestingly, my research is on speed. And that's the number one thing most organizations need. Uh, So if you see that I have this code to achieve their speed, what most organizations need, and uh, finding the code for the speed, it required decades and decades of research. And I think that makes me uh, different from rest of the services because then I bring in the thing they really need. Uh, rest of the thing, as far as the efficiencies is concerned, remaining solution, most of the leader, they can get it from industry 4.0 kind of uh, solution. Technologies are there, artificial intelligence is there, but the world is changing ahead of them. And uh, that's what set me apart that I can bring in the strategies which nobody has talked about before.
2: Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: I guess I'm gonna share a lesson from my life, which I kind of uh, lived through in my journey. I think the failures, failures are very important. We all experience failures in life, business and projects. And uh, probably in our professional world, we are more worried about failures. And in business world, uh, this is the number one thing that we always want to mitigate somehow through risk management or otherwise. But uh, my philosophy is that it is okay. You know, I wanna share a message uh, from the childhood, which I kind of heard it long back. I don't know who said it. And the statement says, package the same idea differently and result can be truly spectacular. And many times we get attached to an idea as business owners, as entrepreneurs, we are so much passionate about certain ideas that we get attached to it. We want to make it a success in exact same form in which we envisioned it. But many times we have to kind of rethink our ideas. Maybe we need to package that idea differently. And there is possibility that we can get the result differently. And this particular result, uh, um, this, this particular philosophy came from my own experience. Uh, uh, I think I didn't mention that I'm physically disabled since childhood. So I, the first thing I lost in my life when I was six months old was ability to walk. I couldn't walk. So I, as you see, I lost speed. I lost the ability to walk. So then, of course, I felt bad. That was a big failure for my life. But as I grew up, I repackaged that hunger And I say, I'm going to use this lack of speed to excel in something where I can move fast. So incidentally, I repackaged it in a way that I became an expert on teaching people how to walk faster. So I guess that's the kind of essence of uh, the lesson which is applicable in our business world and entrepreneur worlds that let's repackage the idea if it is not working one way.
2: Awesome, awesome, awesome. I I love that. So I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be more of a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you happen to a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
0: Yeah, uh, certainly.
2: Through all my own
0: experience, what I feel is that when uh, when anybody starts entrepreneurial journey or they start with an initiative in that direction, um, more often we are driven by many things. Uh, It could be our willpower, or it could be our strong attachment with an idea, as I said, or it could be our motivation, which we get by listening to somebody else's success story. So in my opinion, that motivation and willpower, those are very short-lived. From science perspective, it is very debatable that uh, how much motivation or inspiration can propel us forward. So a strong attachment with idea is certainly a good thing uh, because it generates fuel and passion. But when it exceeds the limit, it may blind you. So my recommendation uh, is that as an entrepreneur, yours, you should uh, rather focus on gaining two dimensional clarity. The first dimension is why, which is your emotional drive for doing thing, uh, something you want to do. And the second dimension of that clarity is about what for, what's your drive that moves you toward a purpose that you hope to achieve. So you need to master these both dimensions as an entrepreneur. Once you have a sense of clarity on why and what for, you already have the fuel to do what you need to succeed. You would not need any external motivation or inspiration, or you most definitely don't need any other superpowers. So I guess the clarity in today's world is the superpower. So my advice would be to search for clarity first, as in, uh, you know, that's the foundational component to attain success.
2: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Dr. Rama, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: Oh, that's a good question, Gresham. Um, I guess I think almost like you, I kind of heard you somewhere. I think uh, that, uh, you know, being a CEO, uh, it's like, you know, it's a movement, It's a drive toward which you want to go. So from that angle, I am strong believer that CEO is not a title. I can say pretty much that I am CEO of my own life, right? So it's being in the driver's seat and being able to act as a leader. So when you spearhead something no one else wanted to do, that's being CEO. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a title, but it is when you take the charge of that movement to move forward, Uh, you are CEO of your life or your business or profession or even initiative,
2: right? Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Dr. Raman, truly appreciate that definition. I, of course, appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on.
0: Yeah, uh, certainly. I, I think uh, the, given the theme of uh, this podcast, uh, I certainly want to you know, kind of share uh, some wisdom in that regard. Um, I, it's my experience personally that when we get into the business world, we become a little bit too logical we do a lot of calculations. We use a lot of analytical tools. We use lots of other tools and techniques and we'll look at the data. And what happens is that that makes us very thing oriented, very data oriented, which is okay. I mean, the world is moving that way. But I think at the same time, we shouldn't forget our personal side. We need to make sure that when we are into business world, our personal and professional things are marrying together. And more often now, and the way the things are moving in the world, we need uh, people who can come across personal, who can handle the things uh, two-dimensional, the emotional side and the logical side together. So what I have seen my, in my experience that increasingly our business leaders are going away from that personal and emotional side and becoming a little bit more logical. I, I think we need to bring it back and be the, pe- the leader who can work in a personal space
2: yes i absolutely love that and i think so many times we forget about i always say the human aspect of business so i love that you you mentioned that and how important that is and, and people that want to you know get in touch with you what's the best way for them to do that
0: the best way is my website ramankatri.com. And and uh, that website they can find a lot of blog articles research they can download a lot of things and apply in their own setting and that's the best way to reach out to me
2: Okay, perfect. We will definitely have the links and information in the show notes um, as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. I love everything you're doing with Expert X, and I love that final point. I want to hammer that home even more because I think so many times we forget about um, kind of like the human aspect of business and and not and having to choose not either or, not if we have to look at the data or if we have to look at the human side, but how marrying both of those is really how we get those innovations. We get to think creatively you know, about different ideas, different problems that we have. And I think when we marry those two things, that's when the innovation starts to happen and we really start to make that. That thing in that universe um, that we always hope to do. So appreciate you so much and reminding that us of that. Appreciate you even more for doing that. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of
1: the day. Thank you for listening to the IMCEO podcast, powered by CB Nation and Blue16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am IMCEO is not just a phrase; it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com this has been the IMCEO ceo podcast with gresham harkless jr thank you for listening